Okay, we are back on our favorite train, the train where we are the captains and commanders of the one and only the trauma train. All aboard, (laughs) choo-choo. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode. And today we're talking about probably one of our favorite topics, um, toxic relationships. So we have a special guest today. Her name is Carla, my little boo. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and to just, you know, jump aboard the trauma train with you guys. (laughs) She's a good sport. It's so So, funny. I was just telling Carla before she, you guys jumped on is that Carla was one of the first people we brought up on the podcast. Shout out Carla. Oh my God. She's here. So thanks for coming, Carla. Yeah. All the way from the West coast too. Hell yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll give a little intro to Carla. So Carla and I have known each other since good old grade 11, great times in St. Ignatius back in Thunder Bay. Um, What can I say about Carla? We've had a lot of crazy times together, whether she was like helping me sneak out of my house and lying to my family, or we were failing grade 11 math together, (laughs) (laughs) or just helping each other through through some like tough times in life. Uh, We've been there for it all. So Carla, introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Amy and I have been through thick and thin, like She's either holding my hair while we're throwing up at the bar, or I'm holding her hair, or I'm. And we have the pictures the to prove it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have. we got to see those pictures one day. We got to maybe show those pictures. <laughs> Stay tuned. I got to dig for those, but yeah, they're here somewhere, and I will never let Amy forget about those. I'll never forget my roots. <laughs> never forget where you came from. Yes, but um, yeah. So lots of highs and lows in our friendship. Um, like the big lows is probably like just boys and relationships in general. So Carla has dealt with a pretty narcissistic person in her past, I would say, like a full on psychopath. I don't even know how to describe him. We'll name him B for now. We don't need no code names. You expose the shit out of him. Yeah, you just can't treat people the way that he treated B and like, fuck it. I'm not protecting you. I don't care. (laughs) And I love that you're like so open to talking about it because a lot of people would be so scared and Mm -hmm. just scared of other people's reactions or even like the odds of this person listening. But I love that you were just like, fuck it. I'm down to spill the tea. Yeah, for sure. Ask me anything. But just tell us a little bit about your relationship with B and like how it started off maybe and then like go into kind of the the decline eventually of the relationship. So the more that I talk about this relationship, I'm sure people will start to pinpoint the red flags that oh, I did no. not see at the time. So some people will be able to clue in, um, but obviously I didn't at the start. Um, so to go back, I met him at a bar. But yeah, wait, so you were underage. <gasps> I was underage. So I was 18, oh, but I was turning 19 that following year. So this was my first year of college. And the bar that we were at is known for underage people to go to. Like, that was just the place for us. It was called Tonic. And he was 24 at the time. So he was technically too old to be at this bar. So, like, I was underage. He was too old. So, like, what was he looking for kind of thing? Like, was he purposely looking for a younger person? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I was 18. Um, We exchanged numbers, talked for a little bit. We realized that there was a six-year age gap 
And then at that point, we're just like, okay, like maybe we should press pause on this because I think you're too old for me. And he thought that I was too young for him. And he, he has that personality where he really cares about what other people think of him. So that was like a huge issue. Like I was a, I was a secret for like the first two years of our relationship. Oh, damn. Keep in mind, keep in mind, we were together for eight years. Oh my God. Uh, my face is all of a sudden like, uh, what it's the fuck? so sad. <laughs> yeah. So we were together for eight years and he refused to give me hugs. I would have like yeah I would have like the worst day at work or like just the worst day in general and like he would just like not hug me like I would like wrap my arms around him and he would just stand there like this like just like oh my god what this is sociopath you guys you don't understand it was what what was the reason no reason and then he'll go off and like hug his friends or like unless like friends that are girls like no problem and I'm like okay I'm like chopped liver I guess um yeah so he never hugged me he like refused to be like affectionate to me like we didn't even cuddle at night or anything like we'll be laying in bed and like he'll have like his arm out and I kind of just like slither my way in there you know um and he'll be like oh get off me or like he would call my hair SOS pad like you know like the scrub pad <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> yeah he'd be like get your SOS pad off me and I'm just like okay sorry so I'm that shocked. yeah yeah he just I don't know just like wouldn't touch me and then I guess whenever we'd have sex it would only be when it was convenient for him kind of thing so I guess the first couple years I was almost like a punching bag Mm -hmm. which is really really sad to say and yeah I progressively just kept getting worse and I just never noticed any of the signs like it was wild was there ever like a good time? Because I feel like those kind of relationships usually start off really fucking good and like amazing. And then they like periodically throw in the red flags. Like what, was there anything that ever yeah. like, did you to him? I don't know. We definitely had some good times, but like we go on trips together all the time. Funny enough, the only time we'd ever get along was when we were like drunk. <laughs> That's the only yeah. time he would really get along with lots of people. Like he knew that I hated him and I made it a point to like tell him all the time how much I hate him to his face because like I had no respect for this person. I was gonna say that's so weird that like the affection wasn't there because I know most people listening to this can't see Carla but Carla's hot as fuck and I'm sure you guys will see her on our Instagram so like it's mind-blowing. Wait so did you guys not hug for eight years? No like just like the big like over the shoulder like bear hug never gotten that ever. Did he hug your family? No weirdo he never he never really saw my family as much because i have a really small family and they're separated so Mm. we didn't really have a lot of family functions like it would always be his family functions but even then does he try to talk to you guys to move on um we do talk here and there we at the end of the relationship we've decided to keep it mutual surprisingly um just (laughs) just (laughs) because we have the same friends Mm. and so like we're going to run into each other eventually but now I packed all my shit up and I moved out to BC so I could care less I'm done with this relationship see you later I'm moving provinces (laughs) sometimes you gotta leave yeah one way ticket and and honestly I I don't regret it I wish I did it sooner so I have a question what would you say was the most traumatic thing in that relationship that happened I know there's so many like I can think of a few he was also so I, a master manipulator and gaslighting ew. all the time. Oh, those are the worst. And towards the end was probably like the most traumatic 
part. Um, no, there was a time where we were at the bar, we came home or whatever, and he accused me of flirting with this one guy. And, you know, he's very insecure. So he just thinks that I'm out to get these people when I'm like, I'm literally at home with you. Like, I live with you. Like, no, if I wanted someone else, I would have gotten someone else. Like, wild. So we were arguing and he was like calling me a slut, a whore. You know, I've been called every single name in the book. Like, I've just been belittled to no tomorrow. Like, it it was awful. Um, So we were just screaming at each other. He was kicking me out of his house. He was like, get the fuck out of my house. Go home. And I was like, I can't. I'm drunk. Like, I'm not calling a cab. I'm not driving home. Like, I'm not sitting in my car. Like, this was in the wintertime, too. And eventually he just snapped. And in the corner of the house, there was this fake tree that he had. And he was, I don't know, he like, he must have blacked out or something because he was so mad. He literally grabbed the tree out of the pot and he like smashed it on the ground. Oh my God. Which I also have photos of. It was fucking scary. And I was like literally pressed against the wall. And I was just like, holy shit, like, is he going to put hands on me? Like, I don't know what this guy's capable of. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this explosive reaction before. Like, I was genuinely terrified. Like, I was about to call the cops. Like, it was so scary. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, in this tree, there was just, like, these, like, little pebbles. Like, there was pebbles all over the floor. Like, it was just mayhem. Like, it was, it was so scary. Good like, I thought, getting like, out. Is that yeah. the only time that he ever, like, exploded that you saw that kind of behavior yeah. with him? No, there's been times where, like, he's screamed in my face, like, right up to my face where I can feel the wind of his breath Ew. on my face. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or there was times where, like... I just like have like a fight or flight response and I like my response is more of a flight like I just like to get away from the situation Mm -hmm. like there was a time where I literally hid in the bathroom and just like locked myself in the bathroom and just cried and he's banging so hard on the door like I thought he was gonna break it down that's really sad because you lived with him so like you literally had no escape and I feel like some people when they hear about verbal abuse they don't take it as seriously as physical abuse but it's probably one of the most hurtful situations you could ever be in because nobody knows about and these kind of behaviors don't usually show up around friends and family it's just like in your home so that's really sad I'm so sorry to you yeah and like like Amy said like he's just like a master manipulator master gaslighter like I would like physically be upset like I'd be like crying and he'd be like, why are you being such a mopey baby? Like, what's, yeah. what's your deal? Like, oh, it was just, it was so frustrating. Or he would call me like a whiny bitch. Oh my God. Like, yeah, he just totally made me feel bad about myself. And uh, like, I like everything that I did was wrong. And then like, now looking back, I'm just like, how the fuck did I get out of this relationship earlier? Because it was so messed up. But so messed up. Something important to note about is the fact that you guys had broken up many times, but just got them back together just because like it's the cycle. It's hard to get away from that person. Mm-hmm. And there were so many times where you would cry to me and like tell me how bad it was and stuff. And I keep telling you, like, get the fuck out. Yeah. But it's hard to like understand like how bad it is and that you need to realize how it's hard to leave to get out. Yeah. yeah. It's you easier said than done. You always think yeah. you can like change a person when you're in that situation, but realistically yeah, and he's a grown man like he's older than us he needs to have his shit together and he still doesn't to this day no and like looking back I realized that what I had with him was a trauma bond mm-hmm. yeah I like could not escape and like I always like in the back of my mind like I knew that it was bad mm-hmm. but then I kept like thinking oh you know we've had these good times or like I tried to like find the good in him still which that does not exist <laughs> 
And you know what? The good may exist. It's just like, it's not worth the bad. Like everyone is good. I I mean, some part of everyone is good. It's just like the person that has fucked you over so many times. Sometimes it's not worth looking at the good in them because, you know, they fucked you over. So what does it matter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think our next question is a really good one because we've talked about red flags before. And I feel like you've mentioned them already in this conversation, but what were some of the first red flags that you think you ignored? Um, him definitely keeping me a secret, like him. So I would come over to his mom. He was living at his mom's at the time. And he would literally text his mom, okay, um, I have something coming over, go hide. Like he would make his mom hide in the bedroom. Oh no. And then, he, and then yeah, and then he would let me in and then we would just like hide in his room all night. What and even to his friends, like he didn't mention me to any of his friends that like he was like hanging out with someone or like seeing someone. Um, we went on, we went to Toronto for a trip in secret. Like he didn't tell anybody. And then, cause I was like 19 years old. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, yeah, like I'm on this trip with this hot older, older guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Cool. like, oh my God, life is so cool. Like I'm so cool. But that was definitely yeah. one of the first ones that. I should have recognized and secondly like as soon as he called me like a bitch or like any mm. of those those like harmful words to me should have should have just been it I should have just like you know what you can't treat me this way you can't talk to me that way enough yeah. enough but yeah no I just I never thought anything of it I don't know Another one that I remember was when you wanted to go back to school remember how he had like an explosion at the thought of that she yeah, wanted to go back so, to school to like continue her education and this man thought it was like so threatening to him or something I don't even know what his logic was yeah I wanted to go back to school I wanted to take another program as a backup because what I was doing I was working at the school where and I knew that was something that I didn't want to do for the rest of my life so I just went back to school to take it I took a human resources program because I don't know I guess there's always jobs in HR and he just twisted it all around. He was like, why would you want to do that? Like, have you even thought this through? Like, how much is this going to cost you? Are you even going to get a job after? Do you know what you're doing? Kind of thing. And I was just like, wow. Okay, cool. Like, thanks, thanks for, for the, the confidence. Support. Yeah. Like, what a crazy narcissist. Like, what but at the end the of the day, point? I still did the course. So. Yeah, for you. I'm glad you did. But you remember yeah. you were supposed to move away for that course, but you ended up staying. Not for him, though. That is so fucked up. I'm I think he was so threatened by that because he probably thought, especially when you were talking about moving away, like he thought, oh shit, she's going to leave me. What am I going to do? Who am I going to bully next? Exactly. There's so many red flags, but we just choose not to see them. And then once you're out of the relationship, you're like, holy shit. How did I not see that? It just like pings off. I'm like, oh my God, this was a red flag. This was a red flag. Like, holy shit. They're everywhere. Do you yeah, think literally. you would have like recognized these flags now though? Like looking at it, like at that age, do you think that you were just being blinded by love or like, was it just something that you really thought that you could change? I I think age definitely has a huge factor as to why mm-hmm. I like stayed with him for so long. Cause yeah, I was 18. Like this was my first real relationship. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't have any other relationship to compare it to. So I thought what was happening was totally normal and like I'm like yeah other people are going through this too or like couples fight all the time like this is totally normal but yeah, yeah now that I'm older and looking back at it I'm just like holy shit <laughs> Can't and now you've learned it. so much though um, as much as it sucks you gotta yeah. somehow try to be appreciative because now you know like that will never happen again 
yeah it's definitely helped oh. me grow as a person and like mm-hmm. be aware of all the signs and when to get out <laughs> speaking of getting out um do you think that that was like the tree incident that was like your last straw or was there some the tree there? like what made you snap and what made you realize that that was not for you honestly it was covid wow so this COVID was recent has, yeah so I've been single for the so we broke up in yeah right when the lockdown the first lockdown happened oh shit so for most people COVID hasn't been the most positive experience for them but for me COVID made me realize what I'm actually in and it helped me get out because we were both at home stuck together and like we were just butting heads each time like because I wasn't working but he had to he was calling me lazy he was calling me a mooch a leech he wanted me to clean the entire house by myself because I wasn't doing anything all I was doing was sitting on the couch but prior to the COVID lockdown I was working three jobs I only had yeah, I only had Sundays off. So like him calling me like lazy and stuff was just like a huge slap to my face. Because Does he have, did he have a job? Yeah, he was working. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I told him, I was like, just because you have to work and I don't doesn't make me lazy. doesn't make me, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, like incompetent of doing things. Yeah, he was just, he was just ruthless to me. And there was a time where I was cleaning the kitchen. I think I spent like three hours, like, reorganizing the cupboards and like cleaning it all and he literally went to every single spot and he was like you missed a spot here you missed a spot here I would go crazy down here and and then he recleaned all the spots that I did and then he was like what did you you even do and I was like are you kidding me right now I hate this man yeah I I was just about to say this Carla I fucking hate this man I hate this so I was I was so mad and when I get mad I, I cry so I was crying and he was just like, what's your deal right now? Like, why are you being such a whiny bitch right now? And I was just like, it's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Like that was, that was, that was it for me. I was just like, I, you know what? I cannot take this anymore. I cannot. So this is when you picked and up then, and moved out West? So I had, to, um, not yet. Um, so I was kind of looking at apartments behind his back and Good for you. my plan, my plan was to pull a Houdini and like find an apartment move out while he was at work and just like oh, I love that. like with like no explanation or anything but obviously that didn't work so I had a conversation with him I was like you know what we're done I'm moving out that's that like I cannot do this anymore and <laughs> this fucker so I had majority of my stuff in the basement so as I'm packing my things and like going up the stairs and like moving it to my car he literally followed me he would follow <laughs> me downstairs to the room oh, back upstairs to my car and he would just be like you're such a fucking whore <sighs> and like to say all these things to me for no reason he also and accused you of like that you were seeing someone else during that time because he's like that's the only yeah. reason why she would want to leave yeah <laughs> i not think of any other reason couldn't think of yeah. one and the one thing the one thing that like actually got to me is that he literally whispered in my ear he was just like you will never be worth it to anyone nobody will even spend 10 minutes with you oh, and i, I remember was just like that. just like okay <laughs> it didn't click into me until like I got to my car and I like drove away and then that's when I realized what he said was actually really hurtful and I just like bawled my face off to my car like oh my god who's yeah. who thinks that's okay to say in any circumstance like that's just so horrible yeah that, that was probably so the rudest thing he's ever said to me or like anybody's ever said to me saying that you'll Aww. never be worth it to anyone yeah it was I'm so sorry that's horrible it was so fucked 
Yeah. Well, that's just such an ego thing because it's like for them, they cannot fathom the idea that you would actually be able to find someone else and that someone Mm -hmm. would actually be able to treat you better than they did because in their head, they're the fucking king of the world. Yeah, it's so true. Holy shit. That's wild. Have you met a lot of trauma? (laughs) Have you met anyone like worth it where you are now that's like made you totally forget about Um, him or is it kind of like hurt you? To end on a happy note, um, first of all, the karma has gotten him because Always does. He's, he's been struggling to to find someone. Like he he's told me that he's been looking on Tinder and like has gone on a couple Tinder dates and whatnot. But the funny thing is, is that every single girl that he's like talked to or like went on a date with has either ghosted him or just like <laughs> said. And no. that's karma at its finest. You just right back and, and laugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. And like he'll he'll message me here and there. He's just like, I'm just so fucking depressed right now. Like nothing is going my way. I can't catch Excellent. a break. And then here I am. I'm like, oh yeah, I am just like loving life in DC right now. Um, I did find a new man. Woo! Okay. <laughs> it's he is literally the complete opposite of what was to me like okay um he this new man is just amazing like I couldn't ask for anyone better in my life right now um Good. he gives me hugs Woo! did you meet him at a bar no um there you go we actually, we actually met through tinder nice um, which is funny because he yeah he he reached out to me I had my instagram in my tinder bio mm. and so he messaged me through instagram Good. But the funny thing is, like, I wasn't interested. I didn't want anything to do with him at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, a week later, I like, actually looked at his profile. And I was just like, holy shit, he's actually hot. Let's see how <laughs> Let this goes. <laughs> reply back. Yeah. And then we just, like, realized that we had a lot of things in common. Like, we had a really good connection. Like, conversations would just flow. And, yeah, I moved out here. And we've been hanging out ever since. And Oh, so he lives there, obviously. He lives in Kelowna, yeah. He's 30, he's 37. Oh my yeah, god. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, girl. I, I am uh 27 and yeah, okay, so, that's fine. Yeah, we're 10, 11 years apart, but he has his uh, shit together. Like he's just amazing. Like Aww. compliments me, like so everything that B never did for me. This new guy is he's just that's what he's supposed to do good yeah, he's checking off all the right boxes and yeah he's so great I couldn't ask for anyone better honestly oh that's so good and that just goes yeah. to show that like he was your ex was just reflecting on himself because clearly he's the one that can't find anyone clearly he's the one that's not worth anybody's time so yeah it's like but, you're the problem buddy not yeah. me it's you and now look at you the grass is greener on the other side you're driving in the west side <laughs> we got to go yeah. to the west side you do absolutely <laughs> there's there's so much more opportunity out here i'm telling you you guys need to leave ontario not for lack of trying okay believe me we're trying <laughs> yeah that's amazing that you are where you're at now but like what mm-hmm. were some of the steps that you took from leaving that relationship and like how did you move on and like actually be able to trust someone new and fall in love again i the covid actually helped me a lot because when i moved out I moved into another friend's house and I was, yeah, I was pretty much alone for the most part before I moved. Um, but like, it gave me time to just like 
work on myself and just like reflect on the things of like what to do what not to do um and just like just take care of myself because I always put his needs first before mine so mm-hmm. after the breakup I just yeah I just did a whole lot of self-care and you know like you know the the post-breakup glow up mm-hmm. happened you know just busting my ass up. at the gym yeah and I knew that I wanted to be in another relationship because I'm still young but mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be this fast yeah like I thought for sure I was like yeah I'm gonna live my best life um being single and be single on BC and then nope this new guy pretty much snatched me as soon as I got here <laughs> and that's how it always happens too like what they say when you least expect it yeah, yeah literally and I remember you like going to see him for the first time and I was like send me his address and everything <laughs> if he's a murderer I'll fly down <laughs> yeah so I I booked a secret trip to see him oh my gosh yeah which is a huge huge risk I'm like man this guy could just be a huge serial killer like I don't freaking it's going one way or the other yeah and I just remember sending Amy his location and just like just like keeping her posted I'm like hey like if anything happens this is where I am this is of course like here's a picture of him like yeah but no it it worked out for the better and I'm so glad that I did this trip because we probably wouldn't be dating now if I never met him prior to moving here literally shot your shot across the country girl literally Literally. such a bold move I was like yeah let's let's do it like let's book a plane ticket I've never met you before in my life but let's sure let's spend four days why not four days with a stranger then you guys like went on like a little getaway together I was like what if something goes wrong (laughs) yeah he booked like a this he um booked like a, a night at this resort in BC it's called Sparkling Hill which I like totally didn't expect but yeah we spent a night at this spa and I was to show you that if he wants to, he will do it. But he's yeah. 37. You don't see no 27-year-old man doing that. That is his <laughs> age. He is mature. Yeah. Mature. You know. Yeah. Even yes. with my ex, like when it came to like my birthday parties, you know, like you want the guy to like take charge and like plan a surprise or like like you know, do something for you. No, I literally had to plan everything myself. And he would always be drunker than me. Don't Carla's birthday's know. tomorrow. Oh my oh god. god. Carla. A birthday episode. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. What are your plans? Yeah. Um, well, oh, wait. I don't know. Apparently, of course, the day that it's my birthday, it's supposed to be the crappiest day of the week. No. It's rain. Um, but I I don't know. I have to check my phone. He texted me. He wants to make me a nice dinner. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so yeah, cute. like literally complete opposite of what I love I your happy with. ending. That's adorable. Yeah. Happy so ending. Good. Love it. You deserve it. You do deserve oh, it. You. But is there any part of you that still misses that old relationship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys can't see my face, yeah. but I literally like no, almost no. yeah. <laughs> like I almost sit on my drink there. But um the only thing I do regret is that we do have a dog together. Oh my god. Oh, my sweet baby jersey. Um I had to make yeah, I had to make the sacrifice of leaving her behind with freaking same. Um my only regret is just not fighting for her and just taking her with me because I know she would have the best life out here. Yeah. 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 That's the literally the only regret. Um but like I'm glad that I like got to experience 
that kind of relationship, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up to say because it really oh. like it taught me so much about myself and like what I'm actually capable of and like heck yeah, I am worthy of just someone. Like fuck you. Like how's your dating yeah. going? <laughs> we even said that too on like other episodes. As much as it sucks to be hurt in a relationship, the glow up and how you feel after the lessons you learn, you come back ten times stronger and you have to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't regret it. it's definitely taught me a lot good as it should and take that to your future relationships and you know how to deal with that kind of situation so I have a question for you I also came from a very painful relationship and my tip and trick for moving on is I used to write down on my notes on my phone all the bad things that he ever said to me so he would say something bad I would write it down on my notes Mm -hmm. and can we see the notes (laughs) (laughs) girl and let me see back down and if like I ever felt a moment of weakness Mm -hmm. I would just go onto my notes and reread them and have a nice cry and then just you know be like I don't need this in my life because I I feel like sometimes when you're sad you forget about the bad yeah is the good yes so Carla do you have any tips and tricks tricks oh I like, no, i'm just a bad bitch and i forgot everything you moved that's the biggest <laughs> tip yeah yeah on, honestly the biggest move for me was literally packing my shit up just not looking back and just like moving just getting a fresh start like obviously not everyone has that opportunity but i mean if you could totally do it like there's so much more out there for you like never in a million years i thought it would be in such a, like a loving happy relationship that i am right now Mm-hmm. um but yeah like tips wise just like just take the time for yourself don't rush into things don't rush into another relationship because you obviously need to work on yourself before you need to work on yourself with another person you know what I mean it's just yeah just take the time for yourself go get that many petty go get your hair done look good good happy yeah that's very valid yeah I love that and if none of it works move to BC <laughs> worst we case scenario yeah we're the I, are endless here yeah I have a question do you think if you stayed in Thunder Bay things would be different do you think that you would go back to him Ooh. um I probably would not isn't that lie. so like, twisted well because they're so there fucked up. Yeah. yeah and like when I was dating him I was like so set of living in Thunder Bay for the rest of my life um but yeah definitely if I if I stayed because the dating pool is not the greatest there be like you know what like last resort kind of thing like oh just like thinking like I probably would have married this man I would have had kids with him ew can you imagine being stuck with him and who knows oh, not getting God. a hug and never getting a hug we hug your kids <laughs> yeah and Why? like I feel like once you have kids like you're fucked you're stuck with that person forever that that person well, will forever be your baby daddy yeah. yeah no that's a fact good yeah. for you for getting out though Carla that's such a big step that a lot of women cannot take and they will end up in this shitty relationship which most times where there is verbal abuse they will progressively grow into physical abuse and that's mm-hmm. where shit really starts to go down so I feel like that was the next step for you guys like it was heading in that direction where he was getting he was having like crazy oh. outbursts to the point where you were scared yeah like literally back against the wall I'm like holy shit like is this really happening right now did his family know about any of this 
And I would talk to his sister here and there um, just because like, I felt like, so I would talk to Amy about things like I'd send her the screenshots and all this stuff. And I would message my other friends, but it got to the point where I felt so bad. I didn't want to message Amy anymore. Cause I felt like I was a burden on her. And I oh, felt that no. I felt that if I kept like, stuff she was just gonna be sick of it like I didn't want to bother her with my problem mm-hmm. that's how bad it got so I just I like internalized everything mm-hmm. um but then it got to a point where like his sister was kind of like my last resort and then that was another thing he snapped on me about he was just like why are you talking to my sister about these things like this should be between us and I'm like no like I need to talk to someone about it because this is not good <laughs> yeah it's a really lonely process too because you don't want to feel like you're bothering people and then you're crying about this person but then the next day you're like in With love them. yeah and then it's like hey I don't want to seem like a phony person but it's just like that you don't even know how to control your own feel- feelings at that point it's just kind of like so up and down and then you have no one to talk to yeah, yeah it was I was depressed for a very long time and like it didn't it didn't even register to me that my relationship was the problem like he was the problem and I was just just so naive to all of it my god what an idiot (laughs) we've all been there we've all just (laughs) but you laugh about it now that's the important part and you're in a healthy relationship (laughs) now so that's all that matters It's, it's just funny because like now all of his friends are they're either all engaged they're getting married they all have babies now and now he's the one that's like the single one that's just stuck and I'm just like (laughs) okay so weddings um yeah this was one one of like my five or six weddings that we had that year and this was his friend's wedding so I technically was the plus one got it so everything was going good um he was obviously drinking quite a bit so he was pretty drunk at this point like before before dinner even and he would always just like get up and leave like even like mid-speech he would just get up and leave he'll go outside have a cigarette because he's one of those people that like smoke cigarettes when they were drinking he would just yeah just go out and he just like hang out with all of his friends and I would just be sitting there by myself not knowing anyone and I'm just like okay Uh like I don't have I don't have the personality to just be like, hey, I'm Carla. How are you? What's new? Mm-hmm. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. And yeah, he would just, he left me by myself pretty much the entire night. And he would just be like, oh, just go mingle. Like, you know, this person, you know, that person. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, it's, that's just not how it works. And it would and- be different if he introduced you guys and said, hey, like, this is my girlfriend, Carla. And then you like started a conversation from there. But he just dumped you on right. your own literally I just I went to the bar myself yeah and (laughs) the open bar yeah (laughs) Yeah. so I was like super upset and like I expressed my concerns to him he's just like you're just you're again being a whiny baby right now like leave me the fuck alone like I'm out with my friends like go mingle go find a friend like go hang out with this person and I would just sit there like just like a deer in headlights like not knowing what to do and then it just got to the point where he was just calling me needy and he's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Fuck you. We're done. And he just like left me by myself um, in the middle of the reception. And I'm like, I'm crying at the table. I'm so embarrassed. It was just, it was awful. And then I just like called a cab and I went home and he did not come home that night. But have found one of his friends and made up with him yeah. in yeah. front of his face. Actually, I was going to say his- something else, but. All his friends are ugly though. Oh, yeah it was just it was it was an awful night like he just 
did not give a fuck like he was so selfish he was just like fuck you these are my friends this See, is my friend's wedding like you're you on your an, own kind of thing when you give an ugly guy a chance he treats you like <laughs> shit that's what fucking happens you learned <laughs> give the ugly guys a chance <laughs> that's so mean to say i don't mean that everyone's yes, so inside everyone deserves a chance i guess but, but also very bold of him to say chances. that you're needy and everything. Like, Carla's one yeah. of the most independent people I know. She's a fucking tourist. I hate this man so much. <laughs> no. I don't even know We're him. in the I club. <laughs> he has yeah. haters from all over. It's, yeah, this isn't even, like, the half of it. Like, there's, like, I could literally write a New York bestseller about this. Write a memoir, please. <laughs> did anyone like warn you about moving in with this man like what what, like what did your friends and family say like when you're like I'm moving in besides Amy (laughs) yeah Amy yeah Amy told me she's like you need to leave this man and I just ignored ignored it all um there were times where I would come home to my parents house just sobbing and my mom my mother is quite the character (laughs) so she separated with my dad and so there were times where I would just come to her house sobbing and she would just be like all men are all the same they are all trash like I I actually have a video of her saying that she was just like they're all the same they're just like your dad oh, no. <laughs> just, yeah, just trash and then she's like I never liked him like he's no good for you kind of thing and again I I ignored my mother's my mother's advice too and I and, and I all. never said anything to my dad like we I, all do but I feel like if my dad knew this man would not have arms oh. or legs. No. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was a whirlwind. Like, I did not... When you said traumatic, I was like, hey, traumatic breakups. But that that was super fucked up. Yeah. And there's a lot of toxic going on in the world that we are so unaware There's a lot of, of toxic between all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, that relationship was just, like, the epitome of, like, verbal and emotional abuse. That mm-hmm. I did not recognize until it was like, until now. And I hope that people listening to this, if they're going through the same thing or like whatever, if they've been through the same thing, that they could recognize and realize that there's so much fucking better out there than to just mm-hmm. trying to recycle this old relationship that's just not doing you any good. So thanks for yeah. telling your story. Thanks, yeah, Carla. Thanks, Carla. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. We talked mm-hmm. about traumas. We talked about getting over them. And we've talked about how much better life is post-trauma life. So this was so exciting. If anyone wants to follow Carla, Carla, what's your at? Just my first and last name is Carla, K-A-R-L-A underscore Lee, L-E. Um, I'm pretty sure it's public, so you can create me still and not follow me <laughs> if you want you right to, now. whatever. Whatever you guys, floats your boat. You guys can check out Carla's new hot boyfriend because she was showing us her new mans and fire 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 well actually i'm kind of hiding him to the world oh still. nice Sorry. even better <laughs> it's still very fresh I'm not, yeah i'm not ready to expose him yet because the thing with my hometown is that everybody gossips um and like people are just gonna make up rumors and make up assumptions and i'm just like i obviously don't care but at the same time like i don't I don't need that right now. Like, it's just like nobody's business besides your own. And if you're fucking happy, then who cares? Who needs to know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you found someone who's worth your time and like respects you finally. It's been a long time coming. And honestly, like, the one thing that I can say about him is that like he literally 
brings out the parts of me that I thought that I lost. Like, Aww. yeah. Like, Are you gonna cry? I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Carla's drunk I'm and she's also, gonna cry. I'm also a little drunk right now off of one white claw. That's how pathetic I am. But yeah, he's just he's so good to me, and I just I'm so grateful for him. If you guys get married, oh, I, that's so cute. Like that'll be so sweet. Another <laughs> Tinder success story. Yeah, yeah, Tinder needs to sponsor us because this is the second success story that we're preaching about. So absolutely. This has been a really great episode. We've dumped a lot of trauma out in the world. No, but honestly, Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been awesome. I know it's been hard to like talk about, but it is also probably like therapeutic for you to let it all Mm. out. Yeah, it's definitely been very refreshing. But for now, I think I'm going to hop off the trauma train. Yeah. And just just live my best life out here in bc for a bit <laughs> yes. let's all hop off the trauma train because that was enough for one week but happy birthday carla yes Yay! happy birthday to you. you will see you guys next week